0: hello and welcome to another episode of yo did you see that podcast the show where we discuss weird strange and funny stories from around the world i'm your host Ian the web and i appreciate you all for joining me for another episode remember if you enjoy the show please like rate and review us on apple and spotify or wherever you get your podcasts so, joining me on today's show is my man Lance, but most people know him as Wolf from Wolf and the Big Bear podcast. He'll be helping me out today with some of these crazy stories we'll be discussing. We'll be talking about a guy who was just doing what his boss told him to do, but ended up with seven bags of diamonds up his butt. Then we'll meet Kyle Gordy, a man who has fathered 57 kids through donation. Finally, a woman who couldn't handle her alcohol and blamed the bar. So, let's get to it. so i got i got uh, my man lance here you probably know him as wolf from wolf and the big bear comedy podcast how you doing today lance hey very good thanks for having me i really appreciate it appreciate you uh uh joining the show today and um yeah i reached out to uh wolf i call him wolf just because i like the nickname uh i reached out to him on on uh just because i saw a couple of his videos and some of his uh podcasts and he was a really funny guy and really interesting so i Asked him to join me on my podcast and uh, see if he can provide some some of that uh, color comedy on my podcast. You know, we like to discuss uh, on my show and bring different personalities all the time. And I feel like that he could provide um, some pretty good or- organic conversation on some of these crazy stories that we got going on. So I uh, appreciate you joining the show.
1: You're welcome. Anytime. I'm so, always um, up for a funny conversation. Tell me uh,
0: a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your podcast. Wolf and the Big Bear Comedy Podcast.
1: Well, we've been around now uh, three years um I don't have bear with me anymore he he kinda he faded out on me there after the first uh two years but um interesting, which, but you kept the name though I kept the name strong because everybody knows the name on social media right. and kept the following you know um, so I stuck with it and um basically, if you're in for like a good time, funny comedy, randomness—basically, um, surprise. There's a lot of surprise in my videos. You never. I know saw what a lot. I
0: saw a lot of randomness and surprise. Yeah, I saw a lot of randomness uh, on there. But you just recently celebrated uh, a YouTube anniversary on there. I saw you had a video on that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I had to do a happy birthday YouTube because that's where I came from starting from youtube and you know it's just been a a wild ride and everybody's hopping on board i'm almost at 10,000 followers nice so.
0: nice i want to be like you when i grow up
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm monetized right now so i'm just i'm getting a little bit of extra cash on the side but you know nothing to uh, quit my job over but something you know <laughs> right
0: that's what we do for it for I mean and the plus as long as you you know you love what you're doing having a good time because it seems like it all the videos seem like you're having a good time so that's kind of what it's what it's about
1: oh yeah I get my high high string energy going on um I just <laughs> uh I I used to watch a lot of Mr. Beast videos and he's pretty popular and I always looked at his energy and I was like man no wonder why he has the following he has, because he's just so enthusiastic and just very entertaining. Um, he He's definitely
0: enthusiastic. I didn't know who he was until somebody pointed out to him, to me the other day, uh, probably like a month ago, and he has so many followers. And I didn't really understand, but he seems like he has a lot of money, and he pays a lot of people to do some crazy stuff. So
1: That's for sure. And I've watched a lot of his beginning videos and i'm like wow like he just that's what kind of inspired me i was like he really came up from really nothing and then he just worked his way up
0: <laughs> right so that's how you are you're three years in youtube game and in the podcast game and you got your tiktok going so i'm like i said i'm trying to be like uh, you when i grow up so i'm just starting <laughs> out but <laughs> having a good time
1: oh, that's what it's all about you're right um you know having a good time that's the best start you can have, because you know if you're doing that, everybody else will have a good time with you.
0: <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. All right,
0: man. We'll appreciate you joining me again. Uh, like I said, we're gonna go ahead and jump into some of these stories. These uh, I sent you these stories a couple of days ago, and we both kind of looked at them. We were like, okay, these are some pretty interesting, <laughs> interesting stories here. So let's jump yeah. right into the the first one here. All right, so the first one here, I'm just gonna uh, read a little bit about this story, and this was a pretty uh, crazy story here. So, custom officers arrested an Indian man known by the initials of I J H M. They couldn't even give him a real name; they just had to give him some initials. After his plane from Bangkok in Thailand landed on the Indonesian island of Bali at the Nagari Rai, they said Nagari Rai International Airport, uh, X-rays then reportedly showed that seven plastic bags containing the precious stones had been pushed into a condom, which the 48-year-old man had been carrying around in his anus. So they they didn't even really specify how <laughs> they knew that he had these diamonds in his anus. So that's number one. That's my first yeah. question. The, the total weight of the diamonds was 40.73 carats, or just over eight grand Eight grand Wow. <laughs> a, a spokesman for uh, the prosecutor's office said that IJHM is now under his custody. And awaiting trial, uh, as well. So, if found guilty in committing uh, a, a smuggling crime, IJHM, he <laughs> <that, it> doesn't <laughs> even have, it doesn't even have a real name. IJHM could face a maximum prison sentence of eighteen years. Uh, he said, he said it was as understood. He actually told the authorities that his boss in Bangkok ordered him, ordered him. This was an order from his boss to smuggle the diamonds into Bali and pass them on to any unknown individual. Who would then sell them anybody he's just yeah. looking for somebody to buy them. like we don't he's like oh Look, gosh. get get these into bali i don't care how you get them in there just get them in there and sell them to somebody
1: i don't know who would
0: want to buy them <laughs> <laughs> exactly. that's, that's my first question is who, who's going to want to buy them and, and second cool. and so so what was your first thoughts when you first read this story
1: when i first read that story i was like man i mean couldn't you just put them in the socks or something you know like right. well, <laughs> well, what well was funny was me to
0: me is that the boss said get these to bali and sell them to anyone but he didn't he didn't specify that he had to put them in his anus right
1: right that's like when i hit you it's like uh i should get another job <laughs> <laughs> and how did he know that was there a
0: limit that he was like okay I can only put 932 diamonds. 933 is too many. <laughs> it's too many to get in there in, in this condom <laughs> and get him up there. Uh, and then they didn't, there's just so many questions. I need more, I need more answers. There's too many questions. How did the cops know that he had them up there? Was it his walk? Uh, Did he, did he talk to him? He's like, you know, did they spy him? In the air? Well, they said the x-ray, but is, is that meaning like the airplane x-ray?
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm trying maybe. to figure that out. It was they were so shiny on the X-ray. It's like, you know, you couldn't miss them. It's like, <laughs> it's like what in so, the
0: world? So, if your boss asked you, like, "Hey, I got these diamonds. I need you to get them to another country, any means necessary, and sell them." What would you? Do?
1: I would probably say, I take a rain check because I don't, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to do this.
0: <laughs> well, first of all, I need to know nine hundred thirty two diamonds i think i that's i think that's going to surpass whatever he's paying me whatever my next week's check is so i think i'm just going to go ahead and take those diamonds myself and just go find another job
1: oh yeah well that's true
0: (laughs) that's my number why didn't he just take the diamonds and then just keep them himself then he wouldn't be in jail right now
1: that's true very true he wouldn't be a he wouldn't be a jailbird you know it looked like a referee
0: people do this all the time to get stuff around the the country and, and a lot of people try to hide stuff to get to other countries. I, I mean, this is a, a reoccurring thing. I feel like that is weird and and it's not as weird. It sounds weird to me, which is why it's on the show, but the fact that I've done several stories on this, lets me know that it's not as weird as I, I may think it is, which lets me know how, how often is someone actually getting stuff around the board and they don't get caught?
1: Well, yeah, you're right. Um, it, you never hear them stories it's like they must have got away with it <laughs> <laughs>
0: it it's absolutely ridiculous but i thought this was a crazy story the fact that he had he had oh we didn't even mention he had seven plastic bags
1: <laughs> it's like is that enough
0: <laughs> seven bags H- how do you know like does he have a li- like how did he know what his limit was
1: yeah it's like by that point he might as well had a pool cover or something <laughs> and then who <laughs> who helped them put it in there that's what i'm trying to trying to figure out who helped them oh, put it in there oh my that is it's hilarious it's it's a very funny topic <laughs> um,
0: so bullet diamonds i don't know what a bullet diamond are you familiar with a bullet diamond is it looks like it's a very small small diamond so seven bags of this diamond
1: i guess yeah like this just like a bullet i'm guessing you know i'm thinking Man, they have to be smaller to fit 900 and, what'd you say, 40-something?
0: Yeah. <laughs> how how much would someone have to pay you to put something like that?
1: I don't think it Not could even take- seven <laughs> bags.
0: Not even seven bags. A bag. One bag of a bullet diamonds.
1: Ooh. I think I'd pass. You couldn't you, there's no you can... of, There's, there's <laughs> no amount of money? Oh, my. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking about the uh, experience here, and I'm like...
0: I I've never I've never put anything uh, up there. Uh everything comes out. I've never put anything up there but uh I mean, I can't say there's not an undisclosed amount that I would not take one bullet bag. Are you telling me there's no there's no amount that you would take one bullet bag full of diamonds. I mean, I I don't know. I, it like that's a sensitive area. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what my price is, but that's probably a price it's 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 not a cheap price i can only imagine what they what they're paying ijhm for this
1: that's probably at least up in the seven figures
0: (laughs) has to be be. it has to be uh per bag seven figures he had he had seven bags
1: uh, right
0: so uh a million per bag i'm right with you i believe you're right uh, A million, a million per bag, and then maybe, maybe then maybe we can talk. Maybe we can do some business. A million per million per bag.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. It's like, hey.
0: Other than that, I'm not waking up. If you're not talking (laughs) to me, if you're not talking to million per bag, then I'm not waking up. Don't even (laughs) call. All right, that's a silly story. Let's go ahead and get to the next one here. So this is a this is an interesting story. This I think I was just talking to. Uh, a friend of mine had just, um, he did surrogacy uh, for his his daughter. Um, and then I saw this story and I was like, that's pretty crazy. Um, so I have like, I had to talk to him. So um, he goes by a prolific, and he actually has his own like YouTube. He has his own like TikTok and his own social media. So um, Kyle Gordy, 31, has fathered 57 children um, through donating his, sperm since 2014. He's helped more than four dozen women become mothers over the past nine years. He's a California native, used to enjoy, apparently used to enjoy a pretty good sex life. Said he doesn't do that anymore. Instead he said one of the reasons why he doesn't have sex anymore is because he wants his sperm to be saved up and, and to give the best possible chance of pregnancy. He's fathered fifty seven children in nine years.
1: <laughs> that guy seems like, man, he's like I think I had some child support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he says. So he says that he
0: abstains from uh, masturbation until uh, he donates, so he can build up his sperm account and release and release it, and gives the best chance of success. So I didn't even know that. <laughs> so I didn't even I didn't even know that. But it's he that says practice. that dude, he doesn't have like dates and doesn't have sex. He doesn't. He only masturbates for donations. Wow, that's it, man. He said he doesn't want to risk having sex with a random woman getting any STDs, so that a lot of responsibility on his shoulders. He he doesn't want any any STDs, any infections. He wants his sperm to be pristine and ready to go.
1: Like Mr. Clean,
0: <laughs> to say the
1: <laughs> least. <laughs> so
0: he he also he said he's that he no longer masturbates for pleasure. and now he says he only masturbates to associate with sperm donation. He doesn't waste any of his sperm, and he doesn't masturbate at all unless it's for donation. So no no recreational masturbation for him. He said oh, it's all wow. robotic. He's done it so much that it's robotic.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'd say, hey, I, I think, buddy, you need to find a hobby, you know?
0: I think that is his hobby. <laughs> 57 children. I think he's found a hobby. So recently yeah. he traveled to the U.K. and France where he donated to three women, all of whom are now pregnant. And return home, he dated, he donated to another woman and in total fathered four children just this month. Just this month. I wonder father. if he knows what,
1: what their names are, like all these babies.
0: I don't know. I he said that he knows most of them, but 57 kids, he fathered four just this month. Wow. With a total of 14 more children on the way currently. He's not planning on stopping donation anytime soon, but he's he says he's been more particular now. Now Instead of the women asking him questions, now he asks them questions. He asks them, like, their mental health, financial situation, parenting attitudes, explain all that kind of stuff. Parenting (laughs)
1: attitudes? (laughs) (laughs) What do you need
0: to know their parenting attitudes? You're not going to be there.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: 57 kids uh, all together. So, like I said, he has his own TikTok. He has his own website. Like, you, he's in the man. He's in the man. Wow. I mean, he's not... He's not just your regular sperm donor. You can't just get, uh, Gordy sperm. Nobody wants our, our me and your sperm except for our wives, our wife, and maybe our wife don't even want this. We don't know, but the, yeah, right? <laughs> but but gordy's sperm is uh, apparently in demand all over the world.
1: He has the most healthy swimmers, then, and no. at the doctor's office, right? <laughs> you said what? No, no,
0: he didn't. <laughs> now he didn't say if it's at the doctor's office. I imagine that if you have fifty-seven kids or if, it, if you father 57 children, you have your own uh, donation station at the house.
1: Yeah, like in the basement or something.
0: Right? You, <laughs> right, you you have your own donation station at the house. Like, this is not just, like, going to the doctor. At, at some point, the doctor will probably be like, we've got way too much of your sperm here already. So he's like, okay, well, I'll just make my own donation station.
1: Yeah, they're starting to look like each other by now. Like, kind of like Swedish fish or something.
0: Well, how do you, fi- let me ask you, how do you figure it? that this is like your hobby are you just like at home masturbating one day and you're like why am i wasting this into a sock
1: yeah exactly like what what would get you thinking like that it's like you know like why don't you get into like volleyball or like you know tennis or <laughs> maybe <laughs> field hockey no nope,
0: no nope, no nope. donation sperm donation is where it's at everyone that sperm donation <laughs> is where it's is where it's at like, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to think, like, you're sitting down, you've just finished doing what you're doing, and you're like, damn, I, I mean, I, that's a waste. I guess if you donated that much, your masturbation would be pretty boring. Right. He said it's pretty robotic now.
1: I wonder how many times he does it
0: a day. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, he doesn't do it any, any recreational, so so it might not be every day. I think he, apparently he lets it build up to a point where he just can just let out a, a huge, you know, specimen full and take it to wherever he needs to take it. That's why I think he has it in his house because it, it just seems to be a lot Unless unless he know he has his own, like he goes to the donation, uh you know, he goes to the donation hospital and they know his name. Oh, that's Kyle, come on in there, Kyle. We'll, we got you set up <laughs> in the back. He's got his own room back there. It's an interesting <laughs> story, man, it, it, it's crazy. I mean, 57 kids all over the world. He's gotten to the point, like I said, he's got his own following, he's gotten to the point where He's now interviewing these women because from my understanding is, you know, it's the women or the men or whatever, whoever it is that's um, you know, they interview. They look through the book or whatever. They interview these people and they find them. But for him, like he's interviewing these women and he wants to know your your health status, your parental uh, like attitude. He wants to know your financial status, mental health. He wants to know all of that before you can get his thing or four, four more kids this month. 14 uh the last couple of months he's well on his way to 100. he's 31. i don't see him i mean i don't think he's gonna be stopping anytime soon we can have a bunch of uh baby court baby uh kyle gordy's hanging out there you don't even know you're out in pittsburgh you, you're out in pittsburgh you might not even know there'd be a couple of kyle gordy's out there where you're at yeah they might just be floating around everywhere <laughs> <laughs> i am in Nashville. there's probably a couple of kyle gordy's floating around here too <laughs> That's if I funny. if I see a if I see a woman walking around with a Kyle Gordon shirt on, I, I know what it is. Oh, that's hilarious! All right, let's get back.
1: Let's move on to the next story here. The kitchener woman behind the wheel in an impaired driving crash that destroyed and damaged several homes in London is suing the company that served her at Budweiser Gardens that night. Daniela Lees is facing a number of civil lawsuits in relation to the August 2019 crash, and says Ovation's Ontario Food Services should share liability. Now, CTV's Krista Simpson is uh, joining us now with more on this story. Krista, uh, before the crash, Lee's was at a concert. Ricardo, the statement of claim says, among other things, the company served her alcohol, didn't monitor how much she was drinking, let her drink more than she should have, and ejected her from the venue without making sure she was not going to drive impaired. Lise did get behind the wheel. According to the agreed statement of facts at her criminal trial, she crashed her vehicle into a home on Woodman Avenue, severing the gas line and causing an explosion that destroyed one house and left several others unsafe or uninhabitable. In October 2020, Lees pleaded guilty to four counts of impaired driving causing bodily harm, ultimately being sentenced to three years in prison. Lees' lawsuit against Ovation's Ontario Food Services says the crash would not have happened if the company had not been negligent.
0: Uh, A Canadian woman who caused $10 $10 million in damages after driving drunk. She crashed into a house and caused an explosion. She is now suing the concert venue that provided her the alcoholic beverage as she claims that the owners are
1: to blame. What the heck? You exactly.
0: So on August uh, 2019, uh, Daniela, Daniela Lee, I believe, 26, was driving home from a Maryland-Manson concert. Uh, her first mistake was driving home from a Marilyn Manson concert. You shouldn't even be going to a Maryland Manson concert. Nah. <laughs> That's number one. That's the first mistake. At the Budweiser Gardens Arena in London, Ontario, after drinking at the show and getting behind the wheel, Lise crashed her Ford Fusion, registered to her father into a brick home, uh, rupturing a gas line and triggering a massive explosion that destroyed four homes and injured seven people. And some of the embers led to a blaze that additionally um, did damage to several homes nearby, and the entire neighborhood had to be evacuated with the gas and water services shut off in the area. All told, the blast reportedly caused damages in the neighborhood of 9.8 million to 14.7 million.
1: Wow, what was in that jungle juice? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, she went to a Rarely uh, Men's concert. <laughs> Yeah, uh, right.
0: Wow. So, uh, so the judge uh said the estimated damage was about 15 million, uh, which is all told, is what she said she would need to have to pay. Uh meanwhile, some of the victims were like two police officers, two uh firefighters who suffered numerous damages. One firefighter was forced to spend more than a week in hospital after being discharged. Uh she actually pled guilty to four counts of impaired driving and was slapped with a three-year prison sentence uh for that. Which three years pretty prison? Is, I think uh, that's actually pretty long. uh yeah. for, which, for that, I think I think three years in prison is pretty long. Um, I don't. I think one day in prison. I don't want to go to prison. I think one day in prison is long, but three years. I think that's pretty fair. Uh, and then she needs yeah. to pay the people back. However, um, the however she decided that she was to be paid back from the venue. So this month, just this month, her father and her filed a lawsuit against. Ovation uh, Ontario Food Services, the company that distribute the alcohol, claiming that the liability for the blast on the grounds that sta- that staffers ejected Miss Lee from the venue while failing to take steps to ensure she would uh, she would not drive home. So basically, she wanted she wanted them to take steps on making her not drive home, even though they don't know who she is uh, <laughs> at all. Uh, in addition uh she says that of uh, ovations had served her alcohol while aware uh bargo or her was in- intoxicated accusing them of putting profits above safety uh they believe that the distributor is responsible for all awards and judgments amount resulting from multiple court claims or even levied against so basically they're wanting the venue to pay all fines and judgments that are given to her because they what? served her booze
1: oh my yeah so, i, I- so what did you think when
0: you first read this story?
1: When I first read this story, I, I was thinking to myself, what What were you drinking, first of all? And right. I mean, I know it had to be something hard. And I, I know from what I've heard on the news that it can't be Fireball in the mini <laughs> classes. Because right. they, they don't have any alcohol, I guess. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I did hear that. That's crazy. Yeah. So my first thought was like
0: if you're going she was so if you're 2060 you're going to a concert you're probably not going by yourself right right so she was probably with some friends so her friends let her drive drunk by That's herself
1: bad those aren't friends right those
0: are terrible friends
1: right and
0: then you first of all she's lucky to be alive Anyway, a way. Sure. <laughs> you hit the house and it exploded and she's
1: wow yeah like what were you intending on doing this night except for going to a concert and going home a
0: Marilyn manson
1: <laughs> concert which that
0: was the first mistake That's and, then, for sure. and then third you're trying to sue trying to sue the the venue for your because you decided to drink
1: yeah i mean they're not responsible for that
0: and the dad too the dad should know he should know better i don't know how he is but how old he is but he should know
1: better that's for sure. Yeah, he should have slapped some
0: sense into her. I mean, Cal Gordy is probably a better father than him. Cal Gordy. True. Yeah, yeah, father, yeah. Whose father 57 children is probably a better father than, <laughs> than this guy. And that's true. But blaming yeah, the like... bar for you drinking is ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. And this is in Canada. So, you know, in the U.S., we sued probably the most in all of the world. We sue for everything and anything. Right. We just love to sue people. It's very right. rare in Canada that like they don't they don't sue nearly as much as as us, but yeah so it's it's like, be where you're lost.
1: It's like who's your insurance company?
0: Well the Canada <laughs> they they only have one one insurance company. Oh really? Yeah they only have <laughs> one they only have one insurance company so it's it's crazy because the government controls that but here we have Lots of insurance companies, right? But there they have right. like one insurance company, and you just have to go with them. From what I, from what I'm being told by my wife and family and stuff like that, they have one insurance company that you go with. I don't know what the name of it, but you know I- everybody I- goes yeah. with the one, right? <laughs> exactly. I owe you. That's exactly what it is. Oh man, how, how mad would you be if you had to evacuate your? That means your your food's bad. Your the everything you come back and your your whatever you had in the freezer or refrigerator is all gone and you had to evacuate. I'm guessing they had to go to a hotel or, or something. How mad would you be?
1: Oh, real mad. Be like, grab the chocolate cake. How many fire alarms are going off? <laughs> 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 what, what What about if it was your house
0: that she ran into?
1: Oh my gosh. I'd be, I'd be just so mad. Like you'd see steam coming out of my head and I'm going to be no. like, like a cartoon? Yeah, I'd be like all animated, <laughs> like, what were you thinking? Are you crazy? <laughs> so, let me ask you, have you ever been so
0: drunk? Like, have you ever been in a situation where you were that drunk? But do you believe you could have just like been so drunk that you don't know what you would have
1: done? I rolled a couple of hills and lost my shoes, shit my pants. <laughs> While, whilst drunk? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what is I- rolling hills? oh like tumbled down a hillside why you were (laughs) and did you get hurt i i didn't because i was drunk but when i hit a tree it was like two it was two trees growing up you know in in one trunk and it stopped me and i lost both my shoes (laughs) but i shit my pants halfway down the hill i believe (laughs) so you 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 shit your pants, but you weren't sure. It wasn't confirmed. Not till, you know, my girlfriend told me. (laughs) This this is in front of your girlfriend? Yeah, she came halfway down the hill to rescue me. And she (laughs) said, All right, let's go. You know, I got to clean your ass up, you know? That's
0: what she said? Yeah. So that was a good or a bad night?
1: Well, I did marry her.
0: Okay, so it was a good night.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> she. Had a, I said if she could
0: clean me up like that, then that's wife material. Yeah, anybody that can clean, uh, shit off you is definitely wife material.
1: That's for sure.
0: Would you have done the same thing for her?
1: Yeah, I, I would have made her spit and span. Was <laughs> 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 so was she drinking as well? She wasn't. She was. It was my birthday. I should have threw that in there, and you know.
0: Right. That, those are key that's a key uh that's a key statement we need that that's key information we need to know this is your birthday because we don't want to think that uh you're just out here getting drunk like that rolling down the hills hitting trees just on the tuesday <laughs> just on the tuesday at 6 30 or yeah, 2 right. 30 in the afternoon <laughs> we need to know it's a, we need to know that it's a celebration
1: yeah you know how you try to drink too many shots like when you turn like you know 26 or something <laughs>
0: <laughs> Twenty sixth, the magical year all right so yeah. we got it so that's the so that's the drunkest you've ever gotten i don't know if i've ever gotten that drunk the drunkest i've ever gotten is i was in vegas and i ended up in the cab and the cab driver must have worked with like those massage parlors so i was drunk but i was just trying to go back to my hotel and i was just like please just take me back to my hotel he was like no i got the perfect place for you i was like yeah i was like i just want to go Back to my hotel. I'm so drunk. He was like, No, no, no. I got the perfect place for you. And then he was like, I'm going to take you to Miss La La Land. And I was like, Miss La La Land? He was like, Yeah, yeah. You get you a massage and you get you a happy ending. I was like, No, no, no. I just <laughs> want to go back to my hotel room. He's like, No, no, no. I promise you, you're going to love it. So he dropped me oh. off in Miss La La Land. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, I was able to find another cab there. I was. I I honestly don't know how I got home because I don't remember. That's the only part I remember because I don't remember getting back to my hotel room. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a feeling that if I would have ended up in mid in La La Land or whatever it was, I, I probably wouldn't have made it back. I would have been right. on one of those Vegas casualties. And that's probably that's probably the last time. That was probably that was probably like eight years ago. I've never been drunk that drunk before because I definitely don't remember. I didn't remember anything.
1: You didn't shit my pants. You stopped drinking then after that, right? I did. <laughs> How did you know? How did you know? I definitely stopped drinking after that. I'm just guessing because that's what happened to me. I stopped drinking <laughs> after that hill, you
0: know? <laughs> Both of those incidents would make me start drinking. You're right. So so we're going to recap here. So the first story, we got diamonds up his ass in a condom. So to be clear, the wolf, there's not enough money to put anything up your butt.
1: No, there's never enough money for that one. Never enough money. No, I'm just gonna say that because I uh I don't sensitive area now, now saying saying that
0: that you would accept a certain amount does not mean that you will be get said amount,
1: right? To you? I know it's just it's a scary thing, it's kind of like you know, I feel like it's like construction zone, you know, <laughs> like you know, do not enter this,
0: you know, <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so moving on, so the wolf is not going to put any uh, diamonds up his butt or anything um, out of the ordinary. That's not supposed to go in there. Got it. Correct. Off. The, that's off the table. There's no undisclosed amount that we can be done. Or would you even uh, be open to, I mean, you have kids now, but would you be open to you obviously are a successful sperm donor yourself. Um, obviously you have some kids. So would you be open to donating sperm?
1: I, I wouldn't. I just think it's too weird. I'm like, I, I don't know where my kids will be someday, you know? Your, like, your donated kids. Yeah, I'll be like, what about <laughs> if I never talk to them?
0: Right. And so I, you feel like that you would have too much of an attachment to them?
1: Yeah. I mean, I want to have a loving kid, you know, like teach him how to play baseball or how to. Or you could uh, just let him go. You could take, just let him go. And Barbie to the. The
0: dance or something. <laughs> so you couldn't get alone. Me personally, I don't think um I can be on uh Kyle Gord- Gordy's level. Um he's he's on a different level as far as like no sex, masturbation is, is pristine. Um uh, and I need to keep all the sperm I got. I don't know how much I have. I mean I'm um uh I'm older than Kyle. So he he's probably still got a, a lot more than I have right now. So I need to keep all I got because uh, they never know when I'm going to be using, so I can't be donating them. And I haven't had uh, kids yet. I mean, I have one on the way, but who knows how that kid's going to turn out. So we don't know if we want to be, uh, if I want to be donating my sperm, if I don't know how the kids are going to turn out. Right,
1: right. I feel you.
0: And you already you already know how your kids are going to turn out so far, so um, you might be ahead of the game on me.
1: Yeah, when they look like you and act like you, it's kind of like, wow, that came out of me.
0: One thing about... <laughs> <laughs> And then finally, we're back to uh, Ontario, the drunk driving accident. We've already talked about our drunk drunk driving incident, so we don't need to go into that. I think it's actually I think it's a funny story, but I think it's ridiculous. Ten million dollars. She crashed into a ten million dollars home and tried to get the venue to pay for it. it. is ridiculous. all right, man. well well, that's the end of our show, man. I appreciate. Uh, Lance Wolf from the Wolf and Big Bear Comedy Podcast, man. Tell little people uh, where they can find you, where they can follow you at.
1: You can find me on YouTube. That's my main platform. Um, Yeah, I really appreciate this. Um, I love comedy, and I love everything about podcasting. So if you like podcasting and want something funny, something crazy, something out of this world, check me out on YouTube.
0: Yeah, man, check him out. It's, it's definitely a, it's gonna it's just a random comedy <laughs> shorts and uh, it's pretty funny. Appreciate you uh, joining me and uh, uh, maybe even have him back on the show uh, in a couple of weeks and then have him talk to a couple more stories. Uh, maybe see me on his podcast as well. So uh, appreciate uh, you joining me today. Now uh, see you next time.
1: Definitely. I'll see you. La- I'll see you later, buddy. And that will do it for today's
0: episode, folks. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did in making it for you. Uh, thank you to my guest, Lance, better known as Wolf from Wolf and the Big Bear podcast, for coming through today. Um, and check him out. Check him out on YouTube, man. Really funny guy. Uh, a lot of randomness. That's all I can say. Just so gonna have to check it out on YouTube. Check out some of his shorts. And last but not least, I wanna say thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed as much as we did. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, rate, and review us on Apple and Spotify or anywhere that you get your podcast subscribers will get exclusive content including being a guest on future shows and remember if you didn't see it then I did we out what the hell did Russell uh Simmons used to say because he was a deaf channel thank all for coming God bless you good night